Welcome everyone to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. This is Ash and I'm joined by luckily the full roster of podcasters for this episode. I would like to introduce Nat. Hello. Jimin. Uh, hi, sorry. I was, um, somebody looked like they don't shower popped up, so I had to, hi. and jay hi i do shower (laughs) (laughs) this is a special episode um not because of jokes but because we have a um, special guest for this episode she is a uh, k-pop writer and a podcaster and her name is deb hello 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 it is great having you here deb thank you so much for joining us and the name of your podcast is quite teen words so it's like you know when in dramas they go quite teen and they're saying quite teen so it's quite teen words <laughs> okay awesome that is a great podcast name it's great (laughs) full disclosure though um sorry to interrupt if you search on popular k-pop opinions i'll be you'll probably find it easier oh okay okay is that like a a second name for it or like a sub name yeah it's like the subtitle okay cool so a few questions for you deb not too many but Mm -hmm. just so that we and the listeners can get to know you a little bit better how how did you get into k-pop um, so I'll give you, I'll try to give you the short story, but, uh, my brother, brother was married to a Korean woman. So she was like from Seoul and everything. And during that time of his life, he tried to put me on to wonder girls. Um, I did not let it happen and I regret it very much. But luckily a few years after that, one of my Korean friends put me on to 21 and Big Bang. Sadly, that was like at the end of both of their like heights. So I didn't really get to see them perform or anything. But around that time, like 2016-ish is when I first got into K-pop. Okay. Uh, Who are your biases in your groups or like, you know, idol singers or in general? Yeah, I am proudly a multi-fan. Like I enjoy music way too much to kind of be dedicated to one person. So with that being said, my groups would definitely be like BTS, NCT 17. Uh, I really like GOT7 and Day6 especially. I love Day6 actually. And in the past, I was more of a boy group person but now I like both so for girls I would say twice I love twice um red velvet and let's see who else um those are the ones that just come to mind right now I guess okay what made you want to go from just being a fan to becoming a voice and platform in the community sure with that I've just noticed there's a lot of, I'm going to be upfront, like just white people in this writing space 
which is nothing's wrong with that. I just don't think it's representative of the fan base itself. The fan base is very diverse, not in just races, but ages and backgrounds. And I felt like that was not being reflected by the people writing it and the people being given opportunities. But that being said, the same people are still being given opportunities. Um, and I'm hoping to kind of get my foot in the door as well, because I just feel like people need to know that I think people in K-pop fan base know there's black fans, but other people don't really know that. And I think that's important. Also, there's really, truly like almost no POCs that are visible in the writing, K-pop writing space. Like, I'm sure if you guys follow a lot of the writers, you kind of get a gist of like, it's like a group um, that they kind of know each other. And yeah, there's like maybe one or two other POC people that I can think of that are in this space as well. What's your favorite reason for sticking with K-pop? And have you ever thought about leaving the fandom? Mm, okay, so my reason for sticking around is definitely the community that comes from it, even though it can skew both ways, whether it's positive or negative. The fact that I'm able to be on this podcast with you guys says a lot about the kind of community that K-pop can bring together. I've also may have some really great friends in real life that I've met because we're like Twitter mutuals and now we like hang out like a lot. And I have thought about, I want to say K-pop in general. I will say, I don't even know if I like want to share this completely, but I saw BTS last May and I'll be seeing them again actually this year. And after the concert, I, for some reason, I can't really explain it. I felt very overwhelmed um, just by everything. And I was just like, okay, I have seen them in real life now. Maybe like I'm done. Clearly here I am. I'm not done, but, um, that was definitely one instance where I don't know what it was to be quite honest. I was just very overwhelmed by everything. And I was pretty close <laughs> to just be like dropping it. Okay. Interesting. Where do you see K-pop in five years? <sighs> Ooh, that is a very good question. If I had to guess, I guess I, I don't want to be pessimistic about it and be like, well, music kind of has its cycles and its trends. Um, but I definitely feel like even if the fan base grows, the kind of coverage and press they get, at least here where we're based in North America or more specifically the United States, I feel like the press might hit a peak, if that makes sense. Because like now, especially if you're a K-pop fan, you definitely see all the articles and um, the people writing about K-pop and it's wonderful and it's great. But I feel like it might, soon reach a peak and I think it gets a lot of visibility now so just because it might reach a peak doesn't mean it's a bad thing I just think like there might be a certain point and I could be completely wrong but everything kind of works in cycles in society from fashion and music so like I feel like that is just inevitable at some point 
Like if you think of the biggest groups back in the day, like they're not the biggest groups now, but they all hold a very dear place in our heart. Um, so I think that's what would naturally, if we're talking what would happen naturally, that's my guess. But I could be wrong. I could be so, so wrong. So that is just like a guess based off of history. Okay. What do you consider to be benchmark or cultural resets in K-pop? That is a good one. Definitely. I know there's a lot of debate on the different generations, but one of, I feel like one of the biggest ones is kind of when like, I know Shiny and EXO were active during the same time, but it also kind of felt like they were passing the baton in a way. So definitely then, and I definitely think when BTS was on the Billboard Awards, or they, sorry, they won the Billboard Awards, that was super duper huge. Not necessarily because it was in the Billboard Awards, because the Billboard who was checking really checking for billboard like that before debatable but um when they won that it definitely exposed k-pop on a more national level that just hasn't been done in the past few years in my opinion um so those are definitely like two moments that kind of come to mind for me okay any moments that you felt were like most shocking for you Hmm. i feel like this isn't necessarily shocking but um when card debuted i guess when they came out as a co-ed group i thought that was pretty big and like as you can see there aren't really that i don't know of really any other group that is co-ed even up to now or maybe there are co-ed groups, but there is not as popular as card. Another shocking moment would probably be when girls generation, not one, they broke, they're not broken up technically. So, or Tiffany's gone, has cut ties with their company, but she's technically still part of girls generation, but seeing all these artist kind of goes solo I guess is another thing that maybe it's not totally shocking but it's definitely to at least in my opinion something like the visibility they're getting as solo artists is definitely something new okay and finally are there any changes in k-pop that you'd like to see happen in the future hmm I'm going to sound super shady for this. Uh, I don't mind when other people, let me just be more, even very specific. I don't mind when non-Black people participate in hip hop and R&B and rap. Like there's lots of K-pop songs that take influence from that. And I fully enjoy their songs. I just don't like it when they do it in a way that is just not tasteful. I don't know how to um, eloquently word this, but basically like if there aren't 
flag people helping you out or if you don't know what you're doing don't dip your toes in it like so I would like to see them not participate in hip-hop if it's not really their style or you know dive into more Asian like themes and stuff like that kind of like how NCT did with Kick It like I I know we have various um, opinions on the song, but I really enjoyed like what they're paying homage to and how they executed it and how it just felt more natural to them. Okay. Well, thank you, Deb, for answering the questions. We are glad you are here. And if you want to hear extra opinions and comments from Deb. We also uh, have her um, joining us on our MV commentaries uh, from this recording session, I should say. So our most recent MV commentaries will have um, Deb also with us as we uh, watch and comment on the latest k-pop mvs and debbie will be joining us for the rest of the podcast which is great let's move on to what we're listening to and just talk about what you guys have been listening to as far as k-pop and any other music these past couple of weeks nat you want to go first sure uh so in terms of K-pop, I've still been listening to Monster X's All About Love because it is the best, one of the best albums that I have ever listened to, like from top to bottom. Well, I mean, we can we can skip that um, Will I Am remix, whatever version, <laughs> whatever song that is, we can skip that out. But everything else is just so good, so beautiful. Uh, just sounds good. It makes me feel good. Got some reggae vibes in there. Like it's it's a great album. It's very solid. I've also been listening to the Dreamcatcher comeback. Uh, so it will scream. Obviously, uh, I did listen to the mini. I wasn't a huge fan of it, uh, but scream is definitely a song that I've been listening a lot to. And so every time YouTube gives me a playlist based on my listens, it's those songs. Plus, uh, Wavy's Love Talk, of course, <laughs> because why not? And uh, that's pretty much it for K-pop, I think. And I've been listening to Kevin Gretz's latest mini. And on Apple Music, they have these, like, playlists for years. So I've been listening to, like, the 1994 year in pop. <laughs> And like 1993 and like so forth. And I've just been listening to those because they're like great throwbacks and like some of my favorite songs from my childhood and things like that. So I've been um, sort of like, like I've been listening to Meatloaf's I'll Do Anything for Love, but I won't do that because I remember being obsessed with it and I listened to it again and I was like, this is a good damn song. So <laughs> I've been listening to like very opposing random music lately oh and the justin the justin bieber album i have sort of been listening to that because i don't mind it uh and just like hype up music because i've been going to the gym a lot this week so a lot of low mix a lot of leslie grace 
lot of uh, YG groups. And yeah, that's it for me. All right. Jay, you want to go next? Uh, so with K-pop, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Kira, um, to like their solo collection, because um, I think they were the first group in general for K-pop that did something like that. Um, so I've just been listening. To Jay, you're kind of um, staticky. Can you hear me now? Better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's better. All right. I, I, I repeat all that again. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um. So I've been listening to uh, in terms of K-pop, uh, the Kira solo collection. Um, and that's honestly really about it. And just like the same, um, like new goose because <laughs> they. There hasn't been anything new that I've been like. I want to hear that again. Um, same thing with the non-K-pop. Um, they had one of Britney Spears' albums for like two dollars, so <laughs> so I got it. Um, in the zap, so I've been listening to that a lot, and that's about it. Just those two. Yeah. Okay. Um, just to note, Jay, you might want to fiddle with your mic a little bit. You're still a little staticky, so um, yeah. But I heard most of that, so that was good. Um, Jimin, you want to go? Um, sure. So I've been listening to, in terms of if this guy does not stop asking me dumb questions about English, um, I've been listening to in terms of Western music. There's a I think I mentioned him before on our podcast, an art, artist called Pink Sweats. He's got a couple songs that I like. And ironically, I was introduced to him through Deb's fave, Jimin. Um, but he's got a couple good songs um that I like uh Would You and Um Call Me and songs like that. In terms of K-pop, I've been listening to some BTS, My Time um, by Jungkook, and I listen to ON, but not because of like, (laughs) the reason why is not the same reason I listen to the other songs on my playlist, but I've also been getting back into Rosie by Luna because I thought the song was giving me bad luck for a minute, so I stopped listening (laughs) because I thought it was giving me bad luck, but I started listening again. Um, I've been listening to 101 mostly light um because i like that song a lot and um i think i feel like that's really it luna nct um 101 which if you had heard this podcast like two years ago that would have been like blasphemy almost um and a little bit of 17 because i rediscovered some of their deep cuts that i really like they have a song called it's not even this song's not i don't even think a deep cut but it's a song called Lily the Abai. It's a really good song. Oh, and Shiny. I'm like, you guys know I love Shiny, but I've been like re getting, like reacquainting myself with um, my love for Shiny. Um, and then, of course, Super M, like all day. I mean, what would I do without Super M? So, nothing real specific, but just kind of like cycling through different songs on my way to work or whatever. Oh, let me cut that out, Ash. 
cut the like the literally the last part of it. Um, nothing much, just cycling through songs. So, all right, that was really it. <laughs> okay, 